You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi. You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. Happy Thursday, November 17th to you. Sorry, because we've had to have the heat on. I have a way in our homes. We've had to turn it on and keep it on, unless you're crazy. Unless you just don't like keeping kids warm at night or your toes warm at night. Uh, sorry for that. We've officially reached what feels like winter around here. That's all right. Uh, at a time where Grizzlies won't play again until tomorrow night, Tigers won't play again until Sunday, thank goodness we've got a finally decent matchup on Thursday Night Football. And frankly, it's better than decent. Got Titans at the Packers tonight on Thursday Night Football. Golden State's a hot mess. Can't win on the road, even when Steph goes off. The Whataburger line in Cordova, we got to have a talk. Because it's screwing up traffic around the Macon and Germantown Parkway area. I got a problem with that. Because you know what's right there, John? My Walgreens, where all my prescriptions are at. You understand? Mm-hmm. So if I can't get into my we got problems. Whataburger's been crazy this week. Folks trying, what the hell is on the burger? Don't know. Folks act like they never had a burger before. I know. It reminds me of Popeye's. Yep. When they put out that the chicken, chicken sandwich, sandwich for the yep. first time and it changed folks' world. That's right. I don't know if this is changing folks' see, world. That though. was like a limited edition item type of thing. Well, the thing with Popeyes is you got one, you went back. Mm-hmm. We don't know yet on this. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, so y'all need to chill out. Yeah, or get over onto the side lane or something. Especially when you have Tops Barbecue and Wing Guru in the same city. I mean, what are we talking about here? Exactly. I mean, you guys, you guys act like you've been there before. This ain't nothing new. So, yeah. Uh, Thank you, John. We, we got a lot to get to on the show today. Drew Hill's going to join us at 1125. He was there in New Orleans. He was not thrilled with the trip. And I can understand why. Not? why. Well, because, because of the ill. You get down there, there's no Zion. Mm-hmm. He's questionable. Then he doesn't play, so that takes a lot of the air out of it. So there is no great meeting between John and Zion for True, the first that, time yeah, in that you you know, however many days. And then, of course, the Grizzlies take the L. So, but you can always have go. a good time in New Orleans. Can't you always find a good time? I don't know. I, I don't recall know. you having a good time in New oh, Orleans yeah. long, long, long yes. ago. I wasn't going down there for work, though. You know, I was going down there for play, play. That's true. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think Drew had time for play, play. Mine said play, play. So, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that with Drew Hill yeah. at eleven twenty-five. Talk to him about the Grizz, how they're going to navigate these next few weeks without. Uh, the great uh, Desmond Bain. So that is uh, that is what we'll talk to Drew Hill about. And then at 125, Jeff Kyle Kins is going to join us, who really had some nerve today to take off his shoes and socks. 
saw you had a great energy for that this morning when you saw his foot. Well, yeah, because other people have to breathe in those. Oh, his foot can't be that stanky anymore. Is it? This is the, the O'Call Jeff. It, his foot doesn't stink like it used to. Well, we, we've come in He's here things up. a few times where it, 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 there's a must at times. That's why I have this Twilight Woods bottle. Mm-hmm. It isn't an accident. Are you not distracted by the hand motion I keep making? Yeah, I don't know what it is. I just It's a dove flying away. Oh, okay. Is that a dove flying away? Who who is who, the dove? Who could case? that be on this day? Who's the dove leaving town? What's today? It it really has no significance on the date. Okay. But there did you not see the news? There's a dove flying away. Who's flying away? Ben Pierman. Oh, Ben Pierman. Ben Pierman is 901 FC coach and coach of the year. We're losing Ben. Ben Pierman's how about that? Yeah, this is what it sounds like when doves cry. Yeah, I was thinking more of the drop about your uh, that dove flying. Yes, you know, yes, 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 you, yes. That you, like but, this but dove. this too, this too. I, I love the prince, Brad. Yeah, because on I, any day, prince because is good. Because I, I do think that uh, you know there are at least nine people weeping today. You shouldn't do that. Well, I mean, we couldn't. You keep will dude. upset the soccer community, we and keep dude. there are more of them than nine. We couldn't. Really, we really couldn't keep dudes from going well, to Charlottesville. Went, he went to a, a uh, uh, an organization been around for a little bit longer. Okay, I believe I did uh, a little homework. I tell you this on Charleston. That is not good news. Sorry, not Charleston. Yeah, exactly. What did you say? Same difference, bro. Come on, that's yeah. the Charleston battery. It doesn't. That dove flew away. He's a great thing for 901 FC. We got our first playoff victory. Well, it doesn't say a whole lot of good about the 901 FC outfit, does it? That we're willing to like sit up here and lose our coach. I just know we now can't name the stadium that we didn't feel like was coming in the first place yeah. uh, after Ben Pierman. I just know that. Oh, oh remember, this, remember, we were going to name uh, it after him. This Ben Pierman Arena. This sad soul. Still thinks they're getting the stadium. No, I just said the stadium we're not yeah. getting. Oh, right, right, okay, yeah, You yeah, didn't yeah, hear yeah, that. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, yeah. if you would, you would have heard how clever yes, I was yes, yes, yes. saying the stadium no, we're I not getting. I think this is the death knell. This is like the. This is like you guys don't even want to spend the money to keep your coach. Read the tea leaves. Why ben would you Pierman get a stadium? Sees the writing. If he thought you were getting this brand new fan stadium, he would probably still be here. Yeah, maybe. You Again, they, I think they've been around since like 93 or something. That might be, well, maybe they're paying a little more or something. Well, that's obviously the, they are. It's an opportunity. But again, it's symptomatic, isn't it? It's like, okay, if you can't keep your coach, you're not willing to spend to keep your coach, you all of a sudden think you're going to get a new stadium. And no, dude, that's why That's why the speaker and everybody else is like not talking they about that part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Who was it? Was it Giannato? I think he's right. In negotiations, you got to have things you're willing to be told no on. Mm-hmm. You can't win every single one of the mm-hmm. negotiations, that, and that's the part of the big ask. So you that got we're... three. You got three. So you got the state. You got the Liberty Bowl, the Simmons Bank. You got FedEx Forum. Then you got oh, this, this, this soccer stadium. And then like oh that yeah, Ixnay that ain't happening. Mm-hmm. Sorry guys. I mean you're, the Memphis 901 FC is not getting a new soccer stadium. Yeah, I mean, I, let's just be honest here. I've been honest all week. I'm not going to stop being honest now. You're not getting a new stadium. You're going to lose the team. Ugh, I hate to be the bad guy. Surely we, the we can work something out. John. But it's the way it is. That's the way it is. Work something else out, it feels like. A lot of people don't want to hear that. A lot of people are not going to like to hear that. But it's better You're getting to. Getting that dose of reality. It doesn't be- taste so good. It's, be- it's better to be prepared for the worst and actually well, like, just again, fall upon that, the best. That was, that was a threat from the league. Well, right. Yeah. Let, 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 as a threat. Let, let's see you. Well, dude. You're going to stop us? You think they're going to. We'll keep playing down at Redbird Stadium. What you going to do? Not recognize. You going to relegate us? They're going to move the team. They're going to move the team. It's going to go somewhere like El Paso. Is it worth doing that? El Paso can't have everything, fool. They got to have all the. 
<laughs> all the minor league franchises yes. in the world, John says they belong at El Paso. That's right. Including the showboats. Again, told you bigger picture. Well, St- state money, bigger picture. Well, that's what everybody's right now, isn't it? That's what everybody seems to be. I, I, I told you that day. You did. Well, we'll get into all that on the show today. Jeff Coggins will join us at one twenty-five. Get into everything uh, along those lines yeah. with him. So that is uh, that is the show to spicy up here. Very spicy. So let's do a little follow one follow today. You guys know how this segment works. I've taken a few items. I'm gonna hurl them at Jason, and he's gonna tell me on Elon Musk Twitter, will he follow, unfollow? Block, mute. He has lots of options. I don't usually use that block, but I will tonight in the name of Derrick Henry if I have to. Well, that is where we are going to start. The Tennessee Titans going up to Green Bay. Green Bay, of course, coming off of a dramatic come-from-behind win in the fourth quarter against the Dallas Cowboys. Everybody seems to believe that Aaron Rodgers has found his mojo. Randall Cobb is back tonight. He has been activated. Titans will not have Amani Hooker. They will not have their starting kicker. They will not have their center. Ben Jones. They will have Jeffrey Simmons. They will have Christian Fulton. Follow unfollow the Titans who have been godlike as underdogs under Mike Rabel will waltz into Lambeau and emerge with a win. Bud Dupree's out too, I think. Bud I don't Dupree, know if you yes. him. He's got a hip. He's been ruled out as well. This is classic Dalpha Titans spot, is it not? Even as John mentioned, the damn kicker's out. They had to go sign. Who is it? Lambeau? Off the streets today. Yes, Josh Lambeau is going to handle kicking duties tonight. Who knows what you'll get from him. John set me up for a trap here. He does it quite often. He sets the trap for me to walk right into and doubt Titans here, but I'm not going to do it. Because I'm not sure if Green Bay's really turned it around. Uh, This isn't an over and under segment, so we don't need to break down the game here. But best believe I'm following because I'm always following this. How will Mike Vrabel find a way this time? How will he do it? Because I believe in Mike Vrabel. You guys know that. And, uh, again, every time you doubt him, situations like this, again, he's on the road. Looks like the looks like the Packers might have turned things around against Dallas. Frankly, that might have said more about where Dallas is right now, where that Dallas defense is. I'm following all day long here. This is the best Thursday night football matchup feels like we've had in weeks. Maybe the seat. Maybe when was the last good one? I mean, Chiefs, Chargers, I don't know. Yeah, it's been a while. I, mean, I, I don't. I can't remember off the top of my head. They've been. They've. You've wanted to avoid them like for the it, past few. Like weeks. it hasn't even been too like. Like in the I games, when we first started, we saw a few. We saw some decent ones. Yeah, they started strong. But have you seen the numbers too in terms of the streamers? Are they going down. They cut in half. Well, because the game stinks. I think this will be one that people are interested in. That's my guess. That well, is they, my they, guess. They need this one badly. Um. Yeah. Look, I know this is your thing, but. It is the quintessential yeah, Titans spot. Yeah, following the uh, best Thursday night football matchup we've had. And, 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 I'm, and I'm unfollowing this idea that Aaron Rodgers is all of a sudden, like, had some miracle ayahuasca concoction that's, you know, miraculously cured the team. I mean, they, they, okay, fine. They got to come from behind Victor against the Dallas Cowboys. He owns the Cowboys. Titans don't lose these games. I don't know how they don't lose these games, but they don't. So. What are they, three-point underdogs? Yeah, they're three and a half some places. So I probably will end up coming around to that uh, at some point, and, and if not, an outright win. Derrick Henry runs all over the Green Bay Packers tonight. That's how they do it. That's what it's going to have to be. So um, there you go. All right, follow, unfollow. The Warriors will not figure it out this season. Lost again last night despite 
50. I'm blocking from Steph that. Curry. I'm blocking that. They're going to figure it out. They're 0 and 8 on the road. I know that uh, Kerr's giving them the challenge. There's no grit in that team. Uh, Poole has been has played like crap for the most part this year. Uh, it looks like championship hangover. It looks like a team that doesn't have that hunger, that same hunger. It's got a bunch of vets. Feel like they can flip the switch, right? And right now, at this point of the season, you're not. You know who you hand that over to is the rookies, who for whatever reason, Kaminga, Wiseman, all of them, Moody, they're not playing. Don't feel comfortable with. It's been ugly to start. Are they going to figure it out? Yeah, because they got they got championship DNA and they got Steph Curry playing like an MVP. So eventually, yes, I I think they get it figured out. Does the, are they already behind the eight ball on a top three seed? Maybe so. I mean, you got to figure out a way to win on the road. But they it, it looks like championship hangover. The young guys aren't hungry because they don't know what to do. The vets are like, you know, I'll come around at other safe for Steph Curry. Are like, yeah, I'll come around come playoff time. So. I'm blocking that they won't get it figured out. Golden State will get it figured out and at least be a, a, a playoff team in the Western Conference this season. Yeah, uh, it's just so, so ugly as it's happening now. It is just so. It's, there's there's uglier situations. Yeah. Like the, they've, got, they've got the pieces and the DNA to fix it, I think. But again, it does feel like Kerr's at the end of his bag here, you know, having to publicly challenge guys, all that stuff. Uh, they, they need to get it going fast. It's like an old car, man. Sometimes it takes a while to warm it up. I thought it looked a little bit better with the with the rookies, and it hasn't. It hasn't. Yeah, it, sending it, guys back to G League. It, it simply has not. All right, uh, the latest college football rankings have set up Tennessee for entry into the top four. All day. I've been following Tennessee all season, and it is set up. Um, watch TCU win again, though. Okay? They will. They will. I mean, beating Texas there, to me, is like kind of a – it kind of seals it. I mean, that's their best shot. Who's right? the last one that's somebody they should be? Is it like Iowa State or somebody weird like that? Somebody they should will be favored over. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's it's Baylor this weekend. Mm-hmm. And then, which is there. I mean, Baylor's. Yeah, it's the one more row game. We said but, Texas or Baylor. But it's Iowa State at home, too, though. Yeah, that's what I said. They'll yeah. be heavily favored. Yeah. You don't look at that one, though, as one you'd say. No, oh, I, yeah, and then they stub their I mean, toe. To me, this the is the weekend. This is the one. If you're going to lose, it's probably going to be Baylor on the road, and I don't know that they will. Uh, uh, follow. Tennessee. The, the, the question was Tennessee. Right. All day long. They're right. set up, John. Well, because Ohio State and Michigan are playing each other. Knocks one off. Yeah, so, you know, the the I, I guess it would be interesting only if – they split in the like if they split the meetings, right? If Ohio State loses the first meeting or Michigan loses the first meeting and then the Big Ten championship, right? The other team won. Because that could happen, right? Both would have one loss. Yeah. So in that case, what would it you know, I don't know. I think that's where it would get kind of interesting. How has Tennessee though with its the only way that the reason the committee's done that though is to set it up for the one off. Because again, yeah. you look at Tennessee's strength of schedule. That's true. On the wins they have this year, they are, the only they loss to the best team. Correct. They it's are. More, you, you'd still have to argue. You'd put Tennessee over, over one of those. You they, can't take them both over Tennessee. They, they are more impressive. You're exactly yeah. right. Uh, all right, follow one follow block. The Grizzlies are going to win their next three games, starting with tomorrow against the Oklahoma City Thunder. They've got the Thunder tomorrow. Then they've got the Brooklyn Nets, and then the Kings at home. Uh, the Nets are dysfunctional right now. Saw where KD saying we can't win with this starting lineup, basically. And then the Kings are are plucky. 
Ever since Trista came on here and says, I like them, what were they, six and six at that time? Yep. I paid a little bit more attention. I already knew De'Aaron's having a good season. Um, but didn't they score 150-something the other night? Yes. Yeah. 3-0, yes, and o, Don. 3-0 and o in the NBA is tough. It is. Especially when you don't have Desmond Bain. And last I looked, when looked this up, uh, we talked about it on a grind season podcast, my man Anthony saying, Grizzlies are 0-3 without Bain. He's important. And he's out for the time being. So, again, mm. playing that good a basketball uh, over that stretch, that, that, that's going to be that's going to be that's going to be tough to do. So I, I, I'm, 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 I'm unfollowing this. Um, I'm not blocking it because right. I love four to have I'm two unfollowing and, but two and one that, that, is still fine. Very, very, very unlikely that they'll yeah. go three and over here without Bane. Uh, the fan that LaMelo Ball stepped on last night Ooh. should feel really, really bad today. Yeah, it's the same ankle. LaMelo exited last night's loss to the Indiana Pacers. He was cooking, by the way, too. He was cook- I was watching. Yeah, he twenty something. I was watching it. He was raining him in from three. Um, by the way, quick aside, I had the under 237 and a half on this game. Oh, no wonder you were watching. Any idea what the final was? Uh, uh, what was it, 238? Yeah. <laughs> and do you know that why? Is, that's crazy. Now, man. do you know why? No, because I don't know why. the Hornets fouled three times down yeah. ten points. Now, who does that? Who does that in the NBA? Who fouls down ten three different times? That is awful. Like, the coach should be embarrassed. I think I think they did it because they were at home. Had it been in Indiana, maybe they don't do that. Call off the dogs, man. You're down, you're down four possessions. All right? What are we talking about here? But the fans should feel bad for being in the way. Uh, I, I looked at this to see if the fan had their leg out. You know, maybe it's some rich fan that doesn't care. It wasn't, man. It was it was a freak accident. It, I, if it was, it looked like a woman and her husband. They, they were sitting there like normal people, bought their, spent a great deal for their expensive court seats, and no, the legs weren't out there or extended or anything. So, I, I mean, I can't blame them at all. What, what's awful is that it is the same ankle, and you see him curse and limp off, and everybody in the arena is looking dead at you, you know, because LaMelo's cursing, and he just got back, what, three games ago. This was his first, this was his first home game, John. First home game of the season, I think, was game three that he'd been back. So of course you're looking at her, but you can't blame that woman. Again, look at look at the look at the video of it. Look at the pictures. She didn't have her legs extended. It was a freak accident. It happens. This wasn't even one of those photographers that was way out there, John. I don't think you can be ultimately mad at the woman. So I I, I unfollow. She probably she she feels bad. Yeah. Hell, they made her feel bad that night. Everybody's staring at you. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I didn't think she did anything wrong. I, I saw the video. There's morning. nothing, you know. There's nothing that she did wrong, but it's no. like it's 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 brutal that yeah, that you're that fan. And yeah, it's gonna cost them, God knows how long, right? I mean, at least a month. You would think if it's the same ankle. It is, and he limped off pretty good. He made it clear. Yeah, so that's a that's a tough one. Yeah, we're I, I can't to blame anybody, but might not go now. Who would want to Who would want to be that fan if it's like a Desmond Bain or a John Morant? I mean, that's. That's what we're talking about here. This was supposed to be arena number four for us. Yeah. And I think we might wipe it off now. I think, I think we might not know the, no mellow. This Push is we off. were hoping the mellow would be there. You can see uh, Terry, what's to watch? Terry Rozier. You see the damn Timberwolves again, and then yeah, all I'm watching is Rozier. Yeah, yeah that's ugly. That's Looks ugly. like we'll stay at three arenas visited. He, I think I think CJ <laughs> CJ will. Uh, He'll understand. He'll have to understand. Exactly right. Nothing no LaMelo. I mean, exactly. what, what, what's the point? Exactly right. All right, we'll come back. Sorry, Hornet. Drew Hill is going to join us on the other side. We will talk to him 
about the Grizz, about their stretch, about how they're going to piece this together without debt. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's been banned. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. his career to Penny Hardaway, covers the Grizzlies for the Daily Memphian, joins us every single Thursday here on the show. Hello, Drew. What's up, guys? How are you? Have you recovered from the haze of New Orleans? Um, yes, I have. It didn't take very long. It was uh, a bit anticlimactic, I would say. Um it was good to see Jaron back on the floor. We did get to talk to Jaron in the morning. He seemed very chill, very uh, low-key. Um, he had his hood up and was just big chilling in the morning. And then he gets to uh, he gets to the game, and he didn't, didn't shoot the ball particularly well, but um, I thought he played pretty good on defense, so it was good to see him back. But w- whenever they lose like that, it's, uh, it's a bit of a drag, you know, coming back, and you don't get quite as much – fun energy from the guys as you had hoped for. It's going to be tough without Bain, don't you think, Drew? Maybe maybe the toughest of the guys to lose. Where are you at on, on in terms of, you know, we've, we've talked about this with other guys. Okay, what do you do when Jaron's out? Well, Santi fills in. How, how tough is it going to be for the Conchars, uh, especially with no Zaire, to replace Bain for the time being? Yeah, I think it's going to be really tough. Um and I also said, I think maybe this is your biggest challenge so far if you're the Grizzlies is is surviving without him. That's just, you know, a big part of it is you don't only lose a star player that scores a lot of points. Like, you lose one of the main reasons why Jaw is able to be so effective at getting to the rim because he has this sort of gravity that pulls people out. Um, and so you're losing that. Um, and 
you're losing a big chunk of your three-point shooting. You've played three games without Desmond Bain this year. You've made less than 10 threes in all those games. You've been outscored 168 to 72, which is outrageous from beyond the arc wow. in those games. So, yeah, you uh, you got a lot of ground to make up here if you're the Grizzlies, um, and it is going to be definitely the biggest challenge yet, I think, uh, of playing without Bain. So, I mean, it, you know, look – it was obvious when Ja went down who the replacement was for, for Ja. It was Tyus Jones. We got to a point where, you know, it was going to end up being Santi for, for Jaron. Who is most likely? Is, is this going to be a deal where there's not actually one replacement where it's going to have to be Tyus is going to have to raise his game, Conchar is going to have to find a way to, you know, produce at a much more – you know, elevated role than he was supposed to. Dylan Brooks becomes efficient overnight. Like, what's the easiest path through? Yeah, if you want to draw a straight line, you would say John Contra, right? But it's not that simple. Um, I, John needs to shoot the ball more, right? The yeah. volume has to come up on three-pointers, you know, uh, for him because you just somebody else is going to have to shoot him. I – I understand that Dylan Brooks becomes second in the pecking order when, especially as Jaron is sort of getting his footing still. Um, but I understand that, that Dylan is going to need to take more shots. They got to be better shots. Uh, they got to be smarter shots, I think, than what he got in the Pelicans game. And I know there's a lot of frustration with him from Grizzlies fans, and part of it is just the history there and so like people just have a very short fuse with Dylan for whatever reason but I mean even Dylan was pretty self-aware after that Pelicans game was like we got to share the ball better and get better shots than what we got if we want a chance to you know keep up this three-point shooting and give ourselves a real a real opportunity you know to stay in these games and win these games and so I I I think the path uh to replacing that the best path to replacing that is like you need John Conchar to be as aggressive as possible. Mm-hmm. You need Dylan to pass the ball and share the ball better. And as a team, you just got to redistribute the shots to the right hands. Like, you need Jaron, again, to find his footing and get more shots. You need Ja to get potentially even more shots. You can't just redistribute all of the, the shots to one person. Um, and you need to, to make up for the three-point shooting somehow, and that's just going to happen come from playing team basketball. Is there any reason to believe it won't happen quickly for Jaron? You know, the, the, the five blocks stands out, like in terms of some of the good. You come right back, only pick up the one foul, five blocks. But offensively, to your point, do you feel like this will be something where, it you know, it isn't a deal where it's taking time for Jaron to work himself back in offensively? Will this process be quick, you think, Drew? I, I mean, you would hope, right? Like, he's been playing five-on-five five leading up to this moment. This is a little different than the knee injury that held him out for a while. Um, and so he's had time here. It's not like he hasn't been in the gym shooting or been in, in some sort of game flow. He has had a little bit of that to build up to this moment. And so uh, he almost, is, the way he was talking about it, was viewing it as if this is the start of his season now, as if the Grizzlies hadn't even played a game yet, right? Like, this is the beginning for him, the, the, the time that he always thought was, was going to come. So, and, I mean, it is to a degree because he, he hasn't played yet. But, so, yeah, I would expect that it has to be quick and that it will be pretty quick before he finds that offense. The shooting just 
he never had it really on Tuesday night against the Pelicans. And you could tell he really wanted to make some shots. And it may be one of those things where once he sees a couple of them go in, like it, he feels better about it. But um, yeah, he, <laughs> he said that uh, on Tuesday night in the locker room after the game. And, you know, we were asking him about all the blocks and the defense. And he's like, yeah, oh, that's great. I would just like to make a shot. Like, you know, he's like, I just want to make a shot, man. So, um, yeah, I think it'll, it'll happen pretty fast for him. We're talking to Drew Hill, covers the Grizzlies for the Daily Memphian. Um, what's realer to you, the Portland Trailblazers up there at 10-4 and four, or the Golden State Warriors toiling right now at 6-9? and nine? Uh, What is realer? I would say the Portland Trailblazers is realer uh, than the Golden State Warriors. I think Golden State will figure it out uh, eventually, so I don't think that that's – real um so i would go with portland i also don't think portland is that bad like they have good talented players on their team if damian lillard can stay healthy they have a real chance like i I like a lot of what anthony simons does i think nurkic you know is a very useful player they've got some young talent we'll see what shade and sharp can end up being but i i think i don't expect portland to stay in first place or anything i think they'll come down to earth uh but I think Portland could potentially end up being a playoff team at the end of the season. I think Golden State will find their way into the mix, too. Um, you know, we're at that time of the year again. We were here in July. We're here again. Jay Williams was on first take today, and, you know, we're, we're seeing the in the net struggles. And, we, I mean, you showed me the things he said in that uh, – was it what, – what, what, was that the undefeated? I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, but he was basically saying, I'm out here playing with – Nick Claxton and, and Joe Harris, y'all expect them to, the lineup to win just because I'm in it. So there are lots of rumblings about, the, you know, KD asking for a trade again. Does the Grizzlies now, you know, three months later, four months later, do the Grizzlies make sense? Do you get the sense that's something they would pursue again? Like, what do you, where, do, where do you think this rests right now? Um, I don't know if it's something that they would pursue again, but I do know that they would definitely do the due diligence and be on the phone. Like they would make a phone call to to know what's up. I, I'm sure, you know, if you have an opportunity to get Kevin Durant and you're the Memphis Grizzlies, you're what you're probably offering is essentially all the draft picks and swaps and then whatever salary match you can do because you're not trading Desmond Bain at this point. Like you're probably not giving up Jaron Jackson at this point, or you're definitely not giving up John Moran. That's obvious. So I think that they would definitely do the due diligence and like make the phone call and, and offer that. Is that the best deal that the Nets can get? I don't know. Probably not. You would think. Um, And doesn't it feel like if the Grizzlies are whole, they have as good a chance as, of anybody of like being the number one seed in the Western Conference? Like if they can stay healthy, they'll have a real chance at that. At least it feels that way. And so if you're already at that level, I mean, it, it does suggest you could get to the finals without having to make some sort of big desperate trade like that for sure. So I don't know. It just would feel risky. It would feel almost a, a little bit more risky now, in my opinion, than it would have this offseason. Drew, we, we, it, it's so frustrating because every time you, you think the Grizzlies are about to be whole, right, you, you take another guy out right now, you're dealing with, with Bain, so you never get to see what it all looks like. But, but knowing that at some point that's going to happen, how much of a – I want to go back to New Orleans for you. How much of a concern are they in terms of the next few years 
with the way their young guys are developing, if we're talking about health and giving it to them for the most part, you know, are, are they going to have to make a big move? Is it, is it right now a threat? Just in terms of the way you see them, the decisions they're making over the next, you know, we always put Ja and Doncic together too because of the timeline, the age. But in terms of the Pelicans, I, I think they're ahead of Dallas in terms of the, their pieces, the assets. They got the swap with the Lakers. Um, how much of a threat are they to the Grizzlies over the next few years? No, I think they're a huge threat, of course. I mean, they've got the one guy that seems to always score well against the Grizzlies, too, which CJ. just makes it a little bit yeah, a little bit worse in, in C.J. McCollum. Yep. Um, but they're a huge threat. I mean, they have a ton of talent on their team. Brandon Ingram is a very good player. C.J. McCollum is a good player, and he's really smart. Zion Williamson, we all know what he looks like. I don't see them making some sort of big trade. Right. Given how bad the Lakers are, like you got a real chance at this point now of, you know, having one of the three best odds to get Victor Wembanyama, and that's just because the Lakers are so terrible. And so, I mean, if you're if you're the Pelicans, you're probably feeling pretty good about where you you stand right now. I mean, I don't think you're you're in any sort of rush to make any sort of trade like that because you you may end up getting a top three pick this this uh, yep. summer. So, but yeah, no, I I agree with you. I think. At this point, they probably are a bigger threat than Dallas. Dallas obviously has Luko's one of the best players in the world. I mean, some people could argue he's the best player in the world. But the team around him doesn't have the same level of talent that the Pelicans have. And, yeah, I think they're going to be really good for a lot of years. It's a shame, too. That building was empty. I mean, it was really? the, the crowd. Still. Was, yeah. I mean, yeah. it picked up late in the game. Yep. Um and it, and they got like uh, the the crowd got into it a little bit, but at the start of the game, like a, a lot of us were looking around, like I, this is a very good basketball team, and they just did not have a lot of people in the building to watch. It, it was kind of disappointing. Yeah, <clears throat> Drew, you're the best. Thank you, my friend. Hey, thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Yep. Yeah. See you guys. Yep. Um, we're gonna have two pairs of tickets to give away to the Grizzlies Thunder game, and he had a, he had to run. So we had we had to get him off, but I, I good. one thing I would have asked him, and I do sort of I've, I've observed this from afar. Shea Gilgis Alexander last night <clears throat> hit oh. a game winning three, oh. 42 points for oh. him last night. Stud. When does he sort of enter that conversation as a guy that when he's coming to your city, to your city, that you have to go see? Well, he's going to have to affect winning in a different kind of way before you're doing that, right? Yeah. I mean, I, it's it's true. The question is, are they building it around him or Chet eventually? See, mm-hmm. that's what you don't know. It should be being built around him, period. Mm-hmm. He's an absolute stud. But how soon is it going to be before he's winning at a high level to keep him satisfied? Right. No, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a, I mean, it's an interesting question, and I don't know the answer to that. I, like, at this point, I'd be ready to go because it's still going to be a long time before well, they're a contender right. in the West. Well, well, like, then, that building process is at the base. What always ends up happening is, <clears throat> you know, you get, you get, so you start to get good, you know, but then you sort of get, you know, your head gets too big and, you know, the other guys emerge and somebody has to go. That's what always happens. That's what happened with the uh, Thunder back in the day-day with, with James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and, and, uh, and KD. You know, they got Giddy, they got him, you know, Chet, whenever he does come back. Um, you know, Lou Lou Dort, uh, Poku. They got a lot of they got a lot of random young talented guys. Mm-hmm. So eventually, yeah, there's going to be a time where he wants to go somewhere where there's you know he wants to be the guy. He wants to go to a winner. 
he's going to be the guy that gets traded. It ain't going to be Giddy. Oh, and they'll get the so much back. Right. Look what he's doing. Yeah, can you imagine him as like a, you know, a Laker or a oh, oh. Net? He's be, an absolute stud. It won't be a, he won't be a Grizz. Now, back to the Pelicans. We'd said before that they don't support that team in the mm-hmm. way that this city supports the Grizzlies. Right. And I'd gotten a little bit of blowback from my man Jeremy Pierre. That's right. Remember, he'd said, no, they, we love the Pelicans. We embrace them. We love them. They still don't. You just heard, Drew. That's right. Don't care. Y'all don't care about the Pelicans. Right. It's, 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 it's true. They don't. I mean, they could sit here and pr- pretend, you know. They care more right now about the sorry Saints than they do the Pelicans. And the Saints are sorry this year. People just, people just what they do is they just. New uh, Orleans does not care about the Pelicans. The human, the human condition is to assume that because I feel a certain way, everybody must feel the same way, you know. My experience must be the universal experience because it's the only experience that I know. Mm-hmm. So because I care about the New Orleans Pelicans, that must mean everybody in New Orleans cares about the New Orleans Pelicans when it is simply not the case. Well, y'all got that folks got Zion and still don't put people in that building. Like yesterday, I was having a conversation with Jeff on his show. This is a perfect example of this thing. People just sort of extrapolate anecdotally thinking that it's the ca- it's true just because it, it applies to them when that's not always the case. I was having a conversation with Jeff yesterday about what's the prime age for, like, Taylor Swift, pure fan? And the answer is 28 to late 30s. And while a guy hits me up, he goes, my daughter's 17 and she loves Taylor Swift. Well, there are kids that love well, her. Of course. Of course. And that could be true for a lot of people. But that, that, that doesn't necessarily mean that every 17-year-old is out here listening to Taylor Swift. You know, the prime age is going to be those people who were 16, 17, 18, when she released her first album in 07, you know, or 06 or whatever it was. They, they, they grew up with Taylor Swift. That is a, I mean, there are, there are 10-year-old kids out there who like Peter Frampton. You know Peter Frampton, dude who made the guitar talk? My brother used to be able to do that. He was, you know, 10 years old watching Peter Frampton highlights. Does that mean every damn 10-year-old was sitting around watching Peter Frampton play guitar? No. You know, it's just one dude, one kid, one example of that. So one example of I like the Pelicans does not mean everybody in New Orleans likes the Pelicans. Because what the data tells us is it's you in Memphis for least valuable franchise. It's probably you in Memphis in terms of attendance, you know. I don't have the attendance figures in front of me, but I've never I've never mistaken the Pelicans as as being this great home court atmosphere. Mm-mm. You know? Down in that dump of a, a, well, and, and a, you're in a, a an arena. Let's make game. it let's make this very clear. It smells like spoiled milk down That's there. an NFL town. That's a hundred, a hundred times out of a hundred. All day. Even when they're bad. That's what I'm saying. It's a party when the Saints are bad out there. Yes. That's what you are. You're an NFL town. And any team with an NFL team, any town with an NFL team is an NFL town. It's the truth. Name me a town that has an NFL team that's not an NFL town. You can't. The Lions, they're, I mean, Detroit's an NFL town. Nashville's an NFL town. I know they have the Sabres or whatever. Predators. Houston. I just gave you one. It's an Astros town right now. Okay, yeah. It is definitely not a Texans town. That's right true. Now. That's true. But they've been so bad for so You just so asked for one, I no, guess. Yeah, that's, 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 that's fair. Put it in your hand. Can you give me another one? Uh, not many. Not many, but I gave you that one. Like Charlotte is an NFL town. And they've been bad. Charlotte is definitely not a Hornets town. San Francisco is a 49ers town, even with the Warriors. I mean, when the 49ers play, that's everybody. everything stops. That's where the most passionate fans are. And the Warriors fans just showed up like, you know, three weeks ago, relatively speaking. So it's just that the NFL is a black hole for the most part. Unless you, yes, unless you live in Houston. 
In which case, yes, it's about about the Astros. But I mean, I guess it's gone up for the Titans. Yeah, it's you. You talked about a shift. There has you been. experienced it. I went there. I mean, I I went there four straight years, and every single year it was like it was bad. It was no doubt about it. We outnumbered Titans fans, and although there were still a lot of Raiders fans there this year, I you could just hear it in the building when the Titans would make a play. It was much louder. It, and, they, and I think that goes with winning. You know, because yeah. the more you win, like it's like the they're Grizzlies. winning division titles year after year now. It's just like the Grizzlies. If you go back eight years, you know there were you had diehards, but now it's just it's become universal because you've gotten you've gotten playoff appearances, you drafted John Morant, and it just snowballs and it just accumulates and, and accumulates and accumulates. Um, so that's the thing. Uh, that's all. Nine One FC has released a statement on the departure. Of oh, they've released Jeremy. a statement. Yeah, I do think we need there to was discuss a this. Out there, yeah. uh, we'll get into that. It's and got some, uh, you got some people fired up. People are fired up. We'll get into that. Hey, I, I, I'll, I'll face it. I'll, I'll, I'll wear Not about losing the coach to Charleston. Yeah, we lost. Which, a, we lost a minor league coach within the league. He didn't go to a new league. He didn't get promoted to the MLS. He went to a different well, team in the league with a perhaps precedent setting contract. With a precedent setting contract. Wow. All that and more when we come back. Jason and John, how do you turn family? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. ESPN. Well, I know a uh, formerly local coach who could use this. Black tie moving is who you need to call for all your moving needs. If you're thinking about relocating, say you're moving from Memphis to Charleston, for example. I don't know. Like if you happen to be doing that. Call my friends at Black Tie Moving. They can handle it. Cross town, cross country. They're the team to call. 316-6196 is the phone number. 316-6196. They have changed moving in the city of Memphis. When you're moving, you're not just moving things. You are moving pieces of your life. They understand that at Black Tie. They're licensed. They're bonded. They're insured. Their movers are professionally trained. They show up when they say they're going to show up. I've used them not once, but twice. I will use them three times if I have to. Book your move now to book up fast. Moving season's always here. Black Tie wants to take the chore of moving your things out of your hands and make it that much easier for you. 316-6196. Black Tie moving. Change and move in the city of Memphis. Call to Jay. Do you know anybody that's moving from Memphis to Charleston by, by chance? Anybody that's making that that trek? Yep. A great one. A great one. Jabroni beating pie, eating trailblazing, eyebrow raising. Great one. Ben Pierman's a great one. Oh, Ben I don't know if Everything you just said. No, there's only one person that's that. Buddy, and he is going to Charleston. That's the great one. Make sure you get it right where he's going. That's that championship organization. Charleston Battery. The Battery, yes. The Battery. What is that, like assault and battery? No, that's like we'll bat, the bat, we'll bat your door on end. Huh? The Battery. 
The like ram. A, it's like a right. A battering ram. A, a battery of men will push through the doors. Okay. Break through. It's not like a Duracell. I don't think so. Like you put the battery in his back. I hope not. Weird name. It is. It's a little. It's weird name. A little off-putting. Ben Pearman is leaving Memphis 901 FC for a franchise with a weird name. Again, apparently Memphis 901 FC did everything it could. Well, so in terms of trying to keep. So there, there, there was a statement from uh, Craig Unger who runs Memphis 901 FC. And uh, this is what he said. Yo, stanky. No, he didn't say that. Uh, after lengthy conversations with the principal owner uh, who, is, who expressed his in the— his, no, 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 Don't skip his name. Peter Freund? Freund? I saw it, too. I, wanted, I was interested in your pronunciation of his last name. Yeah. It should be respected. Freund? If you, Freund? Uh, it looked German to me. Yeah. Freund? Peter Freund? I figure with your soccer knowledge. Yeah, sorry, not familiar. I should know his last name, but, but I don't you, know how to say it. You put a little German accent. Freund. We'll just go with Freund. Okay. Who expressed his and the entire organization's deep desire to keep Ben Pearman in, not on 1FC, given his outstanding contributions to the club, and after, a new, after offering a new multi-year precedent-setting contract, Ben informed the club that though he was appreciative, he no longer wished to stay in the city of Memphis. We share in your disappointment. We respect and honor Ben's decision and wish him the best in his future endeavors and are grateful for his contributions to Memphis 901 FC. And then he goes on to talk about the new stadium and, and all that stuff. So that's what they say. They claim that they offered Ben Pierman a new multi-year precedent-setting contract. Now, there's language here, folks. There's some language. What's the president in relation to? Is the president financial? Is the president length? You know, what's the precedent that was set? Well, that's a fair point. I mean, the precedent could come in many ways there. Because if you offer me 15 I, I, the years. The way you take it in is a very lucrative deal that they well, offer. Well, again, like, you, you, Nitro and I can come to me with a 25-year deal. But if the money ain't, you know, set in precedent, it don't matter. Right. You know, you want the, you want the money to be but the precedent-setting right. piece. The 25, in that case, would be the precedent. You don't right. care if they're paying you a dollar I mean, they, honestly, why would Memphis 901FC not go to Ben Perrin and say, we're going to give you a lifetime contract? That's a precedent. What else would they do? Well, I mean, somebody's got to pay that. Well, and yeah. And your man Freund said no. Well, the, the it, he it, said it ain't worth it. Okay, but they know the team is moving, so they could just say it only it only is it's void if the team moves. What about this part where it said, "No, I choose to leave Memphis." That was definitely some shade. He's that like, felt like some shade sure, from like, their side. They, he chose to leave this they city. Chose he to turned, make him a villain. He turned there a little his bit. back on this community. Exactly. Which you know, he, hey, he no longer wished to be. Look, I don't in have Memphis. I have next that, to zero insight on this, folks. This is not like well, a Memphis football or Memphis basketball coaching hire or fire. Or tra- like I don't have any intel here. I don't know. You don't even know what a battery is. Well, I don't, I'm not convinced you know what the battery is. Again, it's a group of men yeah. trying to get through. Just imagine that. It is not a Duracell on the field, fool. Just, it's just a lame name. It's a lame name. By a group I of agree men with that. Moving about the field. A battery of men. Right. Right. It's like, just stupid, man. We know you have no insight on this these yeah, like, negotiations. I, I, like, I can't I can't You don't have to apologize yeah, for like, that. I, I don't know if Mips and I want to see all the two people that do. Yeah. And it's 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 Craig. It's, there's three. There's Craig, Ben, ben and Peter. And Charles. <laughs> You're right, Freund. Yeah. That, I but, mean Charleston knows what was offered, right? They would have had to go over this precedent setting offer. M- maybe. Maybe he gave him a, a discount. I have no clue. I have no idea. Into the, the, these. Well, you're right. I guess he could have 
if he really wanted to. He just wanted to get out. Yeah. So, so what? What? My again, outsider. Why would you leave this soccer-loving city? Well, it's twenty out of twenty-seven in terms of attendance. That could be a part of it as well. I mean, it's possible that he says, "Listen, we we were the two seed or whatever they were, and nobody came to the damn games." And he's like, "I, you know, I don't want to be here anymore. Nobody here. This is a basketball town. All they care about is John Morant." I mean, that's possible. And then again, Charleston, they got nothing else going on, bro. What they what you gonna do in Charleston besides go to the battery game? You ain't gonna go to the College of Charleston basketball game. No, I'm just gonna go out to eat. Right, you go out to eat. Maybe you catch like I bet they. I don't. I, again, I don't have the attendance. I bet they do pretty well in attendance. That would be my. That would be without knowing. That would be my gut. I bet if you just looked at the attendance rankings in the USL. Well, they've been around. I say I gave you that. That, I mean, that you was guys, real you guys, insight. You guys keep since coming 93. with the fact that they've been around. I don't. I, you know, lots of franchises have been around for thirty they're, years. They're a championship organization in whatever league they've been in, John. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Well, look, I, all I they're know, a brand. All I know is this: it is not. Uh, Brad, do you have the rankings? Charleston is behind Memphis in the rankings. Charleston is behind Memphis? As of the 2022 USL Championship attendance, according to SoccerStadiumDigest.com, Memphis is number 20. Charleston Battery, 22. Bro left for a, for a town that cares even less about soccer. Now I got questions. Something's, something's afoot. This don't make no sense, man. Something's afoot. This don't make no sense. <laughs> Does it make sense to you? Again, just because they had they had low attendance because they've been down. This is a rebuild. They're looking at what Pyramid did for 901 FC. Don't hold your head in your hand. This they have a This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 